Hi, I'm Molly, and you're listening to the Mind Matters podcast. I have a thing called misophonia, which means I have a strong reaction to certain sounds. Not many people know what it is, and sometimes that makes it harder. My younger sister has OCD, and lots of people misunderstand what that means for her. That's why I've made this podcast, to help people learn more about some commonly misunderstood or little-known disorders, so that we can all live life with a little more empathy. I've heard it being described before as an illogical toddler that lives in your brain that likes to throw tantrums. Today, I'll be speaking with 18-year-old Amy about her OCD and how it affects her everyday life. How would you describe OCD? Wow. (laughs) Good question. Um, I've heard it being described before as an illogical toddler that lives in your brain that likes to throw tantrums when it doesn't get its way, which I thought was quite a cute wee analogy. (laughs) <laughs> that yeah. is a good way of describing it. Um, what age when you, were you when you found out you had OCD? Um, I was in year 10, so about 14. Nice. Um, how did you find out? Well, it was a bit complicated because um, I got admitted into CAFs the Child and Family Services, but it took, at Princess Margaret Hospital, but it took um, a while to be able to see someone. But then um, uh, it was like a year or so, but um, then I saw a psychiatrist and they officially diagnosed me with OCD. What OCD behaviours did you have in the beginning? Well, I had a lot around things not feeling right in my body. So things wouldn't feel even and I'd have to do things to try and feel more balanced out. Like at night times when I would walk to bed, I'd worry that I wouldn't be walking right, which I knew wasn't logical. But I'd still feel like I had to repeatedly do it again and again and I'd end up walking back and forth. 30 times or something, you know. So that um, (laughs) I began to understand was probably not quite normal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Have your OCD behaviours changed at all? Um, Yeah, they definitely have changed over time. And I think... There's a lot of different types of OCD and I think most people mostly struggle with one main one and then a few subgroups of OCD. But I think I've just kind of bounced between groups, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, um, a lot of different a lot of different things have come up. What OCD behaviours do you have at the moment? Well, at the moment, um, I've been pretty good. Um, but a lot of it, a lot of the OCD at the minute is around uh it's like internal um internal uh thoughts and stuff so it's harder because you can't really 
it's hard to tell that it's OCD because there's no really compulsions that you feel like you have to do. It's just rumination. Does OCD make it harder for you to be indifferent in certain circumstances? Um, it makes it hard, but it is manageable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you manage it? Um, well, it's, I think the key to it is learning to decipher and distinguish between what is you and your own brain and your logical thoughts and then what is your OCD or the OCD in your brain, you know, because it's hard to tell the difference a lot of the time. Are there any tactics you use to deal with your OCD? Um, well, I guess helping to visualise it a lot helps because then you kind of separate yourself from the OCD and you are able to kind of become more present a lot of the time because a lot of the time you're in your head and you've just got all these thoughts going on. So, like, I know a lot of people that will come up with names for that OCD and stuff, Mm -hmm. so it's not part of them. Like, someone I think someone called that OCD Olivia, which I thought was cool. But, like, if you think about it as a toddler, that helped me because then whenever the toddler would, like, pop its head up, you know and of course first you try to just ignore it and pretend that it's not there but that doesn't work because it is there so you have to acknowledge that it's there but then you just don't engage with it because that's when you give it control when you give it power over you have you worked (laughs) with specialists to help you uh yes yes y'all know emma um I first started working with her, the psychologist, um, probably in year nine. Yeah. But it was a long, because she couldn't diagnose me. So, but she, we still talked, you know, a lot. And then they diagnosed me. And that's when they were able to start other treatments as well. I'm sure she would have been very helpful. Is, um... Is OCD something you need to work on every day? Every day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, sometimes I think about dealing with it like training for a sport, you know, because the more you do it, the better you get at it. And your mind, like your body, learns what to do. But some days it is a lot of more work. And then other days it's less noticeable. Um. When you tell someone that you have OCD, do they misunderstand what that means for you? (laughs) All the time, all the time, yeah. Um, Like, so many times when someone has found out that I have OCD, uh, they will assume that I like everything clean, um, which isn't true because my OCD doesn't really, that isn't really an issue for me, which it can be, but there's so much more to it than that, which people don't really understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time when I tell them about um, that I have OCD, people will say that they have that too, which is hard because you, <laughs> you, you can't know what they're dealing with. But a lot of the time when I talk to them, they say that because they feel like, 
like they like things to be aesthetic, you know? So if their their reasons for doing the behaviors that they think is OCD is completely different because they do it because they want to do it. But if you have OCD, you do it because you feel like you have to do it. So it's hard to know. Do you wish that people did understand it? Um, yeah, of course. Um, it's not a good feeling knowing that people are judging you based on misinformation that's out there. But there's only so much you can do, you know. Um, you talked about there being different types of OCD. Can you explain more about what they are? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's contamination OCD, which is the main one. And that's what people think of typically when they think of OCD. And it's basically, you know how there's compulsions and obsessions? Mm-hmm. And that's how you define OCD a lot of the time. Well, for someone with contamination OCD, they would have obsessions on germs and getting sick. So their compulsions could be something like cleaning or, you know, avoiding certain areas and surfaces. And then there's OCD that you don't really hear so much about, like superstitious OCD, where people have like superstitions and their brain tells them that something is gonna bad is going to happen and that they... Can, can they feel like they can control it or by doing the compulsions that they feel like they have to do. And that's just their brain's way of trying to get control of the situation. Um, and then there's there's so many. Um, what other one? There's a lot of body ones, body obsessions, and then there's like harm obsessions and stuff. So, yeah, it really varies for everyone. There's a lot of different groups. Are there positives to OCD? Well, I like to think so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I like to think that there are because um, having OCD, you need to be very in touch with yourself and your thoughts and you learn to be very good at dealing with things over time because you have to. And I definitely think that when you have OCD, you can think in different ways and in many circumstances that can be helpful. Um, Is there any advice you have for those listening with OCD? Well, as someone who thought that they were going crazy before they knew that they had OCD and understood what OCD was and what that meant, Um, I'd probably just say that you're definitely not crazy and you're not alone. Thank you so much. Thank you, Amy, for giving us that insight into your OCD. I'm sure that hearing about your experiences will help others. In my next episode, I'm going to discuss little-known disorder, misophonia. I hope you'll listen to learn more 